はいはいはいはいはい How you going? It's me. It's your boy. Sorry, daylight. I fucking knew I would fuck this up quickly. Literally last week on an episode, I, I, I lay out the new skidge. And first week, I fucking break it. We're here on a Friday. I said I was going to do these on Thursday. But we're here. We're queer. Get used to it. But we're here on a Friday. Bit of a, we're back in the sesh wagon. Bit of a throwback it Again, something else I've gone back on. It was only four weeks ago that I, I said goodbye to the sesh wagon. But we're back on the sesh wagon for one day and one day only. Mainly because I, I, I honestly completely forgot to do a podcast and it wasn't until I was out picking up weed about half an hour ago that I was like, oh shit, son, I haven't done a pod for the second half of this week. And I was over back in the hood, back in the neighborhood, not far from the uh, rent's house. And I thought, let's, let's, let's go for a nice wee nostalgia sesh back at the old day, daytime sesh spot. Back in the old Rafferty domain here in New Brighton, Christchurch. That's where we are, right on location right now. I feel comfortable divulging that because I don't think I'm going to be back here any fucking time soon. I forgot how much of a shithole this suburb was. No, I didn't forget. Kind of forgot. But I saw three homeless people in two minutes driving through this town. There's no other suburb outside of the centre city in Christchurch that has more homeless people than New Brighton. Like, honestly. It's ridiculous. I assume it's because, like, you got the beach out here, so if you're going to be homeless, you may be near the beach, and there's a lot of hippies and shit that live in this part of town, so... Oh, drop, drop the microphone slash phone. That's right, we're back to doing that, because I have to hold it up. Can't just put it down on the desk like I do in the office, so there's another strength for the office. Anyway, office, fucking bedroom, what am I saying? It's the smoking in my bedroom podcast, man. You don't do it in a fucking office. But yeah, so back in your Brighton, there's a lot of homeless people, because there's a lot of hippies who, like... I like hippies, but they always just have to keep people around that are doing slightly worse than them, you know, and they show them kindness and affection and give them a couple of bucks here and there, just so they have people that are dirtier, messier, and got less going on for them than the hippies do themselves, so they feel a little bit better about themselves. You know, they say, can say, you can say it's because of kindness and, you know, they have a sense of giving and are less materialistic, so don't have as much need for the less, you know, the money they get anyway. Some females just bike past, that's right, we got a, we're here to, I didn't really do many daytime sessions, I did one or two, but there's a lot more going on, a lot more, this may just turn into a bit of a people watching episode, because I can see one person walking the dog way over on the other side of the park. And I saw a person before, speaking in New Brighton, lo- local New Brighton legend, can't remember the cunt's name, but if you're from or near this area, you know the cunt I'm about to mention. He's that old fucking weird cunt that's always walking around in like a big green rain jacket and a fucking tramping ba- bag on his back. And he's just huffing. He's just got the plastic bag. And he's just huffing. Whatever the fuck he's huffing, fucking butane or whatever the kids are doing these days, just huffing all day, constantly walking through the suburb, through the park, 
just yelling to himself. Just fucking yelling random shit. Used to see this cunt all the time back in the day, like, at, at rugby training. And I'm talking, like, I saw him, you know, used to see him, like, five years ago when I was last playing rugby. And then also used to see him back when I was 12, 13, playing under under 13s for New Brighton. Fucking how long would it have been? 14 years ago? So that's that's how long this guy's just been an institution of this fucking, this neck of the woods. Another cunt that's probably homeless. I don't know how this guy has a house unless it's like some government fucking housing bullshit that just, he literally doesn't have to do anything to keep because there's no way this guy's keeping any of his life together. And he just wanders. He's a wanderer. He's a wandering man. You know, traveler. Traveler. And, you know, travels and inhales fumes. Gets high as fuck. Talks to his imaginary friends. I'm sure is his best friends and his enemies. That's what it sounds like. But I remember I was, you know, about five years or so playing 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 rugby, training on like a Tuesday night, and we're down at the park, the rugby fields, and like we're doing like these drills. So as a team, like there were different stations, and so at one point of the park there was a cone with a bunch of rugby balls, and there was another cone. Another bunch of rugby balls doing some other sort of drill. And then there was a cone with like tackle bags. And like they were all spread out around the park. And we were moving as a team through these different different fucking things. And there was one point I think we were like at the cone that was next to the tackle bags doing like some tackling drill. And so the balls were left like 30 metres away from us just next to this cone all in a pile. Neatly there like ready for you know in a couple minutes time when we were going to go around back to that fucking that station. And do whatever drill we were doing there and this cunt is walking huffing his paint with his dog who i think died recently i think i've ever seen that in the community page but he was walking huffing his paint 7 30 at night fucking tuesday night walking through the park and walks past the bulls and was like oh these cunts these they want their balls back they're over here there all the way over there and they left them here let me kick them at them because they've obviously misplaced them. And he picks up, like, the six balls sitting there and just boots them at us. Like, only two of them actually got anywhere near us. But one of them hit a cunt in the face and he got pissed off and chased after him. But, yeah. Yeah. So, that's New Brighton. We're here in New Brighton. Basically, if you're, if you're from somewhere outside of Christchurch, just think, like, a beach, seaside, suburb... Well, not a terrible beach, a nice pier, like it's not a shithole, the beach itself, but then just the surrounding area is just the hood, except like, except obviously for a few, like couple of properties that have a real nice beachfront property across the street though, because like there's a road for some reason that, that was always, yeah, it's probably a good idea, but yeah, so those people that could actually see the ocean, those houses are nice, but you know, you just go 50 meters in from the ocean, and it's shithole, 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 and yeah, that's New Brighton, that's New Brighton, but yeah, it's got, it does, it does have a place, it's a kind of place that just has those tugs on the heartstrings, bit of nostalgia, went to, went to primary school here, played junior footy, a little bit of senior footy, just chill out here, you know, and lately, I, uh, I've been coming here to Sesh a lot. It's almost, it's about 
nine months to, to the day, almost. We're, no, would it be nine months? It'd be ten months, almost ten months to the day. Where I was in this park about 50 metres from where I am right now, and I listened to the Kendrick Lamar and Mr. Morale on the Big Steepers album. So that's just some yeah, local nostalgia. Not too far from where I'm sitting right now. But yeah, New Brighton, interesting suburb though. A lot of history, a lot of history. They've got the New Brighton Museum just down the road. That's right, it's its own suburb with its own fucking museum. That's because it used to be a town. Separate from Christchurch. And then they just filled in the middle bits. And were like, well, you're Christchurch now. But it used to be its own separate town. That's why people love this shithole. And you had QE2 Park, which is now like still technically QE2, but they put a high school there too after the earthquake. That used to be the New Brighton Racetrack. Their own fucking harness racing track and greyhound track. At QE2. That's what it used to be. That's why that big land's there. If you're in Christchurch, you know why was that left there until the 70s to build anything on. That's why. And then they built the 1974 stadium for the Commonwealth Games there. Kiwi 2 Park. Which served as an institution until the earthquakes of 2011 where it got fucked up. So yeah, that's the other thing that fucked it up. Like half a decent chunk of the town got wiped. Not wiped out, but land fucked out. So they demolished a bunch of houses in the earthquake and can't build there anymore. So that's kind of fucked. All right, we've got a cunt walking down. He's uh, got a beard, shit beard, not as good of a beard as me. He's spitting. He's got a backpack on. Oh, there's there's those bitches on the bikes going back the other way. Oh, they got pizzas. That's what they were doing. They went to Domino's. That's another thing about New Brighton, Domino's pizza. Solid Domino's. Went there all the time. But this kind of, I'm going to try not to look at him directly. Because, um, yeah, it's just, he might be a schizo, and I can't tell. I think the closer he gets, the more schizo he looks. He's got the sunglasses. He might just be bugging, but he's got a backpack, so I'm just going to hush my voice down while he gets closer to the car and I start talking, so he doesn't know that I'm talking about him. And he's looking at me. Yeah, so, he's, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right, that guy is definitely schizo definitely a cunt i don't want to piss off smoking a dart looks like he probably hasn't been doing it rough for that long or he's been doing it rough for so long that he just still looks like he's got his wits about him like he's one of those homeless people you don't want anything to do with like he's not crazy outwardly crazy he's kind of just walking normally like a normal bloke but the fact, the way he was looking, the way he looked at me, yeah, I don't, that's a full-on sketchy cunt right there, that's a full fucking schizo, black mullet, shitty mullet, looks like it hadn't been cut in a while, black shitty beard, probably about mid-40s, late 40s, just looks like he's been through some fucking shit, and still looks like he could fuck a lot of people up, probably has a knife on him, but yeah. That's the characters you get here in New Brighton. Great place, great town. What else about New Brighton is interesting? Not a whole lot, really. You know, Rafferty Domain, here I am, this park. Pretty fucking good park. Probably one of the better parks in Sydney. Sydney, Christchurch, fucking hell. Maybe, uh, maybe that's me saying I want to get out of Sydney. Get out of Christchurch, go to Sydney. I don't know. But um, Rafferty Domain here, right here, right here, right where I am now. It's got a golf course. 
pretty shit golf course. Not a bad golf course. But it's a golf course, 18 holes, par 70. Go play it. A lot of par 4s, almost entirely par 4s. One par 3, no, two par 3s, one par 5. Three par 3s. You got that par 3, that par 3. There's the other par 3. I think it's got two par 3s and one par 5. Correct me if I'm wrong. Trying to think, I'm going to going hold a hole in this golf course. So you've got par four, the short one, par four, par five, third hole, par four, par four. Where do you go after that? Then you had the par three. No, 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 then you go par four, par four, par four, par four. Then you go to par three, then you go par four. Then you go par four. Par four. Yeah, it's just two par threes. Just the two par threes, one par five, a lot of par fours, as you can just see here. I said par four a lot there. You got the golf course. You got some weird fucking indoor, semi-indoor court thing that they built a couple of years ago. It's got like three basketball courts, a bunch of indoor fucking netball courts. Big roof over it, but, you know, kind of a waste of time. Oh, yeah, I got told recently by one of you listeners out there, fuck you, you know who you are, that I say you know a lot. Now I'm trying to be real self-conscious about it so now now that if you didn't realize it and i just said it now you're probably going to pick up on it but uh, yeah i'm i'm trying to stop but i'm still saying it occasionally so fuck you for making me worry about this but here we are rafa didn't they've got the archery club they've got the athletics track grass athletics track solid you said the school sports athletics day and the zones athletics day there rafferty athletic club uh big ass open park area they do fuck all with but they still mow the grass nice to walk a dog throw shit around They've got the footy fields, rugby fields, softball diamond over there that they built a couple of years ago. Real nice, you know, New Brighton Rugby Club, one of the top rugby clubs in the city with their real nice recently done up top field over there. New Brighton Cricket Club, which is dying a slow, painful death. And then right next to it, technically not Rafferty Domain, but it's another park that's connected to it, so it's basically the same park. So it's Thompson Park. You've got a skate park. Probably the second best skate park in the city. So, and nice flying fox, good playground. And more footy fields. Runs along the other side of the golf course. Closer to the beach. Nice park. There's a cunt driving in with his dog. You got a dog park too. Oh, yeah, it's just a park. You got everything. It's big. It's got everything. And it's big. And it's got everything. So that's New Brighton. That's my sales pitch for New Brighton. You should move. You should move. You should live out here. This is where we're going to re- re- relocate my cult when I start the cult. But yeah, I fucked my knee. Not literally, but like I injured my knee today, which sucks. Like I'm, this was like an hour and a half ago. This was just after I finished work and got my car to go pick up my weed. But um, yeah, yeah, and it's my other knee that I fucked up like a year and a half ago, which was niggly for ages. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's not fun. It's a different pain too, and it was weird. Like, I went to the gym this morning. It didn't, you know, it didn't hurt at the gym this morning, but I did legs. Did legs. Did a nice, moderately hard leg session. Just doing, doing some sled pulls and pushes. Got on the leg press for some heavy sets, but like eccentric sets, so quick on the way up, slow on the way down. Trying not to overload the joints too much, but still stress the muscles. And then did a bunch of accessory work, like strengthening the hips, the quads, 
and then a lot of core and lower back work, you know, really trying to take care of my posterior chain, if you will. Just doing smart training, not pushing it too hard, but pushing it enough and doing all the little extra shit to get the back right, get the hips right, injury prevention kind of shit. And then I go and injure my knee. I hope it's nothing. I hope it's not. Sometimes I just get, you know, you just get knee pain out of nowhere. I think that's what, it's only been like an hour and a half that it's been hurting, but fuck, it's hurting quite a bit. Doesn't hurt when I'm not, like right now, just sitting down. Doesn't hurt at all. But the moment I try and push through it, stand on it, put weight on it, it hurts like a bitch. So hopefully that's not a thing, because I've been getting some good fucking momentum going the last three weeks, working out real well, after being a piece of shit around the move, so, yeah, we'll keep you updated, but ne- just pain hurts, pain hurts, that's a, that's a, fuck bro, so philosophical, pain hurts, put that on a quote, I'm gonna make t-shirts, that's gonna be a first merch, I'm gonna just say, pain hurts, because it hurts, and it's painful, hurting is painful, injuries hurt, and hurt pains, and pain hurts, um, yeah. Yeah, pain hurts. I hate it. I hate it. But it, it happens. And when you're, you're a big fella like I am, trying to keep that body moving, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Now, this is an early one, but I feel the high diminishing. Maybe because the weed, I'm actually smoking the old, the last of the old weed right now. And I've built a fucking tolerance to this week because I got an ounce and I've been smoking it for damn near four weeks. That's the downside. The real downside to buying bulk and weed. You smoke the same strain for so fucking long and you build up a tolerance. I've been noticing that real bad this week. Just building up a tolerance to this one strain of weed. And I'm glad the new shit's definitely different. This is a smoke break. Smoke break, smoke break. My throat is on fire. I better drink the water from the bottle I left in the car all day. Because my throat is killing me. Not really, but it's getting dry. But first we need to smoke, smoke, smoke the pain away. That's the thing. At least I've got this natural painkiller. to help me through this tough time this tough predicament but yeah how are you doing bro doing good life's good i hope so keep working if it's not just grind if your life sucks just like work harder that's all you gotta do stop being a piece of shit and just work harder doesn't matter if what you're doing sucks and you hate it if you work harder at it you'll get the opportunity to move out of it into a more positive position. So you got a shitty job, you work hard at that job, do real good at that job, even though it sucks, you get promoted to a slightly better job with better pay. If you just quit, you're going to be off doing another shitty job. That may be even shitter, because, you know, what they say, the grass is always greener. You're in a shitty relationship, get out of it immediately, that's the one exception. We can only have one good relationship in life, and fucking, you deserve a good one, so get out of it. Get out of it. But yeah. Anyway, 
What did I write down on my pre-podcast notes for this podcast? Where are we going? Spin the wheel, Larry. Let's see where we're going. We are going. Oh, yeah, that's right. New flatmate. She's moved in. She's chill. She's chill so far. A little bit of chaotic energy coming from her. But can we complain? You listen to this podcast. You know what goes through my brain. Can I complain about someone having chaotic energy? I don't think so. She's got three cats, though. One with three legs. That's a lot. That's a lot. (laughs) But we'll see. Yeah, picking up drugs. So I was picking up weed before. Drugs are fun. But, uh, yeah. It was funny. It was the second dealer I I messaged. First dealer was like, yo, sorry, bro. I'm at Snoop Dogg. So funny that weed dealer's going to Snoop Dogg. Bit of a stereotype he's perpetuating there. I'm a bit disappointed in the guy. But drugs, mushrooms. I spoke to the dealer about mushrooms. It's looking promising, boys. Oh, he says he's finding some already. He's finding the good ones. He's out there hunting. And I'm, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Can't wait for mushroom season. Can't wait. I'm so, I'm going to do so many fucking mushrooms this year. I'm going to do all the mushrooms I possibly can. You hear me? All the mushrooms, all the psychedelic mushrooms, they're all going, they're gone. Taking the, the store, the fucking caps, the fucking stems, the fucking spores, they're all getting guzzled down. We're going to meet God, boys. We're going to meet the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, one way or another, and we're coming back with the stories. That's the thing. If you don't, if you... If you ever want to kill yourself, not because life sucks, but because you want to know what happens afterwards and what it's like and whether you're going to be able to handle yourself, just take, just take as many mushrooms as humanly possible and you'll get there. You'll get pretty fucking close. But yeah. Anyway. (sighs) Hanging out with old mate this week, old mate special needs guy that I work with. 18, if you don't know, I don't really talk about him a lot in here, but hanging out with, we'll call him Dylan, because that's his name, I was hanging out with Dylan, 18 year old guy, special needs guy, fucking autism, intellectual disability, that jazz, you know, and oh, look at me, look at me, I'm such a good person, I'm such a good person, I look after somebody less fortunate than me, I'm such a good Person, but I'm not. You listen to this podcast. You know how much of a dirtbag I am. But so I'm just hanging out with him this week, like I do twice a day, twice a week, every week. And we're hanging out, and we're driving past Toy World, and he started being a cunt. Actually, I've been working on a bit. I've been working on a bit. Let's just try out this bit. Let me know, feedback in the comments, what you think. So yeah, work with this special needs guy. He's, uh, you know, take him out to the park and do things and shit. And so he's got autism and intellectual disability and 
Oh, Jesus. Those kids scared the shit out of me. Again, like I said, live action podcast. Just saw two kids on BMX, just the big jump on the speed bump near my car, and it scared the shit out of me. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, this caddy's got autism, an intellectual disability, and lately, a, a terrible case of being a right cunt. I know it's aggressive, that's aggressive to call a special needs boy a cunt, but let me explain. The other day we were driving in my car, like I do twice a week, every week, <laughs> take him out to do shit, and we were driving, we were going to do our superhero training, which is what I call us going to like those exercise machines that you see at some parks and pretending to do muscle strength training and be superheroes, it's wholesome as fuck. But we were off to do our superhero training. And we were driving past Toy World. And now he says, Man, I want to go to Toy World. And I'm like, No, we're not going to Toy World. We're going superhero training. And he flips his shit. He fucking goes off, says he's going to kill me, says he hates me, calls me an absolute piece of shit. Starts throwing shit around, starts hitting me, starts hitting the car, starts smashing the door. The cunt broke my door. He broke my door. He broke it so not... He broke the door handle on the inside, basically. And the window and the mirror. And basically everything except the ability to be able to shut and lock the door from the outside. So I can still open and unlock the door from the outside. So the next time I hang out, hang out with them, like a couple of days later, we're driving around, driving around, we get to where we're going, and it's time for him to, time for us to get out of the car, but he can't get himself out of the car because he fucked the door handle. So I go around, I open the door for him, hold the door open as he gets out, and this cunt has the gall to say, hey Matt. You're my chauffeur. That's a cunt. I'm sorry. Sometimes you have to call a cunt a cunt. And that's a cunt. I'm just going to pause this right now because there's this cunt walking with his kids. And they're walking really slowly and they're going to come right up to the car. So I'm just going to pause this hopefully for like one minute. And I'll come back and you'll see me soon. And we're back. Sorry, like... It took more than a minute because while like the kids still took ages to walk across in front of my car. But uh, while I was doing that, I got on the Instagrams and I saw this hot chick story that I replayed 17 times. So that's why I was away for a couple of minutes there. Sorry. Anyway, so back on to Dylan. That's kind of the, the first joke there. That's all they'll say about the bit. All right. I got this other bit I'm working on, isn't quite there yet to tag onto that, where I basically compare a trip to Toy World, like an exhibition to Everest, and the Legos the base camp. Of course, because they're there. First thing you see when you walk in, right by the door, Legos. And like base camp, you can spend days or even weeks at a time there before you even go anywhere else. But uh, that was, you know. 
this is the joke. He didn't actually fuck up my car, but he has. He did fuck up my old car once, and he did throw a hissy fit this week because I didn't let him go to Toy World as we're driving past to do a superhero training. Wholesome as fuck superhero training. But yeah. Yeah. Real aggressive. Real aggressive calling a special needs boy a cunt, but I want to bring it around at the end where I basically say something along the lines of, you know, I'm this, I hang out with this kid all the time. He calls me his best friend. And if you can't call your best friend a cunt from time to time, are they really your best friend? Or if your best friend can't call you a cunt, they're not your best friend. Something like that. Just really bring it around and be like, yeah, I'm calling him a cunt, but he has been a cunt at the end of the day. All that gooey emotional shit. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Real aggressive, though. Real aggressive to call a special needs boy a cunt. Real aggressive. So we'll see. See, we're not going to take that on stage anytime soon. i got other material lined up, which I feel like is a lot stronger, a lot safer, but also probably a lot funnier. I feel like that's pretty funny, and it's got a bit of a message behind it, but it's pretty fucking risky. So we'll see. Maybe we wait, wait a bit longer, a bit more established at the open mic, a bit more confident, a bit more able to take risks, and we tell we tell, we see how we go, but we're not going to be telling that anytime soon, but yeah, but, um, did actually end up going to Toy World the next day, because this Lego that he's been wanting, that he made me put my phone number down for, and hold for him at Toy World, came in, and he's been a right cunt for about a week and a half, waiting for that to come in, because they said it would come in sometime in March, took till about the 9th of March, and it came in, but yeah, but yeah, so we finally got, I finally got the text while I was with him the other day, took him there, finally understood why he was obsessed about this Lego, it was a limited edition, Fast and Furious Lego of a Nissan Skyline GTR, with a minifigure of the late, great Brian O'Connor slash Paul Walker. And when I saw the minifigure, god damn it, I wanted to steal it from him. God damn it. Paul Walker, gone too soon. Brian O'Connor, fucking amazing character. Fast and Furious are the Bogans, Harry Potter, prove me wrong. Alright. You fucking nerdy dickheads had wizards and witches and Hermione Granger to wank over. We had the Fast and Furious, man. Those bitches were way hotter. They were way hotter. Cars went faster. Broom, broom through the fucking Tokyo Drift. I don't know. I didn't really watch them too much when I was young. I didn't follow the plot. I barely knew the characters. I did watch all of them when I was young. It wasn't until about the fourth one where I actually started realizing what was going on. But yeah. Yeah. But what I have learned from the Fast and Furious is that you can do anything through the power of family. You can go to space. And yeah, basically what I said, what I what I felt like was stealing this kid's Lego that he's been hanging out for for weeks, that he spent his own hard earned for. That's right, I'm a piece of shit. We know this. 
Anyway, I'm going to wrap this up soon, but because uh, um, I just remembered how uncomfortable it is getting high in my car, especially in broad daylight. I've had two people just fucking stare into the car and look at me, and I'd rather not get arrested. I'd rather not get arrested while recording this podcast. But Lamar Jackson has had the non-exclusive franchise tag placed on him, so <laughs> there's a chance he's going to leave. But yeah, so that's a real weird situation. I'm not going to break that down for you, but basically it means the Ravens have franchise tagged him, so if there's no deal that gets done, he's basically forced to play for the Ravens for at least one more year. But it's non-exclusive, so he can negotiate with other teams. And if another team comes with a massive deal, the Ravens are allowed to match it or basically trade him for a couple first-round picks. In return, it's that sketchy cunt from before going home. There he is. Shoes look like shit. About to fall apart. He's got nice New Balance socks, though. Then he's got the fucking hunting and fishing tramping bag. He's got his lighter and a dart in his other hand. Anyway, basically, another team can give him a massive contract. Ravens have the right to match it, or they can trade him for a couple of picks. So there's a chance that another team just comes out with a massive contract and fucking steals them. So, I'm hoping that doesn't happen, but fuck me, if he does, I'm going to cry. You'll hear me wail like a little bitch. So that's something to look forward to in the near future. Anyway, after that sketchy cunt just walked past, I feel like I've done enough of this podcast for today. You're welcome. I'm sorry for being a day late, but it is what it is. Stay sexy, you mofos. See you next time.